0: part three of theseus from the heroes this is a librivox recording All librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by lizzie driver the heroes or greek fairy tales for my children by charles kingsley part three of theseus how theseus slew the minotaur and at last they came to crete and to synossus beneath the peaks of ida and the palace of minos the great king to whom zeus himself taught laws so he was the wisest of all mortal kings and conquered all the aegean isles and his ships were as many as the seagulls and his palace like a marble hill and he sat among the pillars of the hall upon his throne of beaten gold and around him stood the speaking statues, which Diadolos had made by his skill. For Diadolos was the most cunning of all Athenians, and he first invented the plumb-line, and the auger, and glue, and many a tool with which wood is wrought. And he first set up masts in ships and yards, and his son made sails for them. But Perdix, his nephew, excelled him, for he first invented the saw and its teeth, copying it from the backbone of a fish, and invented too the chisel and the compass, and the potter's wheel which moulds the clay. Therefore Diadalos envied him and hurled him headlong from the temple of Athena. But the goddess pitied him, for she loves the wise, and changed him into a partridge which flits for ever about the hills. And Diadalus fled to Crete, to Minos, and worked for him many a year. "'till he did a shameful deed, at which the sun hid his face on high. "'Then he fled from the anger of Minos, "'he and Icarus his son having made themselves wings of feathers, "'and fixed the feathers with wax. "'So they flew over the sea toward Sicily. "'But Icarus flew too near the sun, "'and the wax of his wings was melted, "'and he fell into the Icarian sea. "'But Diadolos came safe to Sicily.' and there wrought many a wondrous work. For he made for King Cocalos a reservoir, from which a great river watered all the land, and a castle and a treasury on a mountain, which the giants themselves could not have stormed. And in Selenos he took the steam which comes up from the fires of Etna, and made of it a warm bath of vapour, to cure the pains of mortal men, and he made a honeycomb of gold in which the bees came and stored their honey. And in Egypt he made the forecourt of the temple of Hephaestus in Memphis, and a statue of himself within it, and many another wondrous work. And for Minos he made statues which spoke and moved, and the temple of Britomartis, and the dancing hall of Aredene, which he carved of fair white stone and in Sardinia he worked for Aeolus, and in many a land beside, wandering up and down for ever with his cunning, unlovely and accursed by men. But Theseus stood before Minos, and they looked each other in the face, and Minos bade take them to prison, and cast them to the monster one by one, that the death of Androgeus might be avenged. Then Theseus cried, boon, O Minos! let me be thrown first to the beast for i came hither for that very purpose of my own will and not by lot who art thou then brave youth i am the son of him whom all of men thou hatest most aegeus the king of athens and i am come here to end this matter and minos pondered awhile looking steadfastly at him and he thought the lad means to atone by his own death for his father's sin and he answered at last mildly Go back in peace, my son, it is a pity that one so brave should die. But Theseus said, I have sworn that I will not go back till I have seen the monster face to face. And that Minos frowned and said, Then thou shalt see him, take the madman away. And they led Theseus away into the prison, with the other youths and maids. But Ariadne, Minos's daughter, saw him, as she came out of a white stone hall. And she loved him for his courage and his majesty, and said, Shame that such a youth should die. And by night she went down to the prison, and told him all her heart, and said, Flee down to your ship at once, for I have bribed the guards before the door. Flee you and all your friends, and go back in peace to Greece. And take me, take me with you, for I dare not stay after you are gone, for my father will kill me miserably if he knows what I have done. And Theseus stood silent a while, for he was astonished and confounded by her beauty. But at last he said, "I cannot go home in peace till I have seen and slain this minotaur, and avenge the deaths of the youths and maidens, and put an end to the terrors of my land." And will you kill the minotaur? How, then? I know not, nor do I care, but he must be strong if he be too strong for me. Then she loved him all the more, and said, But when you have killed him, how will you find your way out of the labyrinth? I know not, neither do I care, but it must be a strange road if I do not find it out before I have eaten up the monster's carcass. Then she loved him all the more, and said, "'Fair youth, you are too bold. "'But I can help you, weak as I am. "'I will give you a sword, "'and with that perhaps you may slay the beast, "'and a clue of thread, "'and by that, perhaps, "'you may find your way out again. "'Only promise me that if you escape safe "'you will take me home with you to Greece, "'for my father will surely kill me "'if he knows what I have done.' "'Then Theseus laughed and said, "'Am I not safe enough now?' AND HE HID THE SWORD IN HIS BOSOM, AND ROLLED UP THE clue IN HIS HAND. AND THEN HE SWORE TO ERIDINE, AND FELL DOWN BEFORE HER, AND KISSED HER HANDS AND FEET. AND SHE wept OVER HIM A LONG WHILE, AND THEN WENT AWAY. AND THESEUS LAY DOWN AND SLEPT SWEETLY. AND WHEN THE EVENING CAME, THE GUARDS CAME IN, AND LED HIM AWAY TO THE LABYRINTH. AND HE WENT DOWN INTO THAT DOLEFUL GULF, THROUGH WINDING PATHS AMONG THE ROCKS, under caverns and arches and galleries, and over heaps of fallen stone. And he turned on the left hand and on the right hand, and went up and down, till his head was dizzy, but all the while he held his clue. For when he went in he had fastened it to a stone, and left it to unravel out of his hand as he went on, and it lasted him till he met the Minotaur, in a narrow chasm between black cliffs, AND WHEN HE SAW HIM HE STOPPED A WHILE, FOR HE HAD NEVER SEEN SO STRANGE A BEAST. HIS BODY WAS A MAN'S, BUT HIS HEAD WAS THE HEAD OF A BULL, AND HIS TEETH WERE THE TEETH OF A LION, AND WITH THEM HE TORE HIS PREY. AND WHEN HE SAW THESEUS HE ROARED AND PUT HIS HEAD DOWN, AND RUSHED RIGHT AT HIM. BUT THESEUS STEPPED ASIDE nimbly, AND AS HE PASSED BY, CUT HIM IN THE KNEE, AND ERE HE COULD TURN IN THE NARROW PATH, HE FOLLOWED HIM and stabbed him again and again from behind till the monster fled bellowing wildly for he never before had felt a wound and theseus followed him at full speed holding the clue of thread in his left hand then on through cavern after cavern under dark ribs of sounding stone and up rough glens and torrent beds among the sunless roots of ida and to the edge of the eternal snow WENT THEY, THE HUNTER AND THE HUNTED, WHILE THE hills BELLOWED TO THE MONSTER'S BELLOW. AND AT LAST Theseus CAME UP WITH HIM, WHERE HE LAY PANTING ON A SLAB AMONG THE SNOW, AND CAUGHT HIM BY THE HORNS, AND FORCED HIS HEAD BACK, AND DROVE THE KEEN SWORD THROUGH HIS THROAT. THEN HE TURNED, AND WENT LIMPING BACK AND WEARY, FEELING HIS WAY DOWN BY THE clue OF THE THREAD, TILL HE CAME TO THE MOUTH OF THAT DOLEFUL PLACE, and saw waiting for him whom but her and he whispered it is done and showed to the sword and she laid her finger on her lips and led him to the prison and opened the doors and set all the prisoners free while the guards lay sleeping heavily for she had silenced them with wine then they fled to their ship together and leapt on board and hoisted up the sail and the night lay dark around them, so that they passed through Minos's ships and escaped all save to Naxos, and there Aridine became Theseus's wife. End of part three of Theseus.